0: welcome to the special needs sibling podcast where we talk about what life is really like as a sibling to someone with special needs i'm your host charlene and today our guest is mishka hello hello everyone all right um so we found each other on instagram which was fun um because i think i found you and then you want to be on the podcast so it, it was really exciting um
1: yes yeah. Yes I'm so excited because I saw that like, you're doing this podcast I'm like oh my god I need to be on your podcast just <laughs> because first of all I need to meet you uh and I was like if this is happening it's like if this is there are so many podcasts right but like for siblings I didn't see anything so I was so excited I was like let's do it yeah it it,
0: yeah I'm. I'm so excited because it's it's been something that like and I mean we'll we'll get into this more in a little bit. But yeah, we it's it's this thing where we were both looking for things for siblings which neither of us found and then we both started doing something about. It. So it's, I think I'm really excited to get into that. But before we go there, um if you could lay out your family structure um and who's the person in your in fact nah, 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 nah. <laughs> who's the person in your family with the disability and then kind of like the age difference between you and what the disability is.
1: So um I'm 29 Nine. my brother is 20 uh, and so there's like kind of like nine years difference between us and the older sibling and um yeah and we have different dads which is really interesting because I heard many families when they have you know I was raised by some step uh, father, so he's my stepdad and I was raised by him and um, then my parents you know divorced I mean our parents divorced like 13 years ago or something and and yeah so basically it's just my mommy and my brother for many years on this mm. journey um that's it it's like we we are kind of like powerful trio that yeah. we do this together
0: <laughs> yeah no that's awesome um and what disability does your brother have
1: He's uh, autistic and nonverbal, um, so he's completely dependent on, you know, support from us our whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like you know, that's just been the journey. Nonverbal, autistic, and I don't like using the functioning kind of levels um but you know you get it it's by yeah. like work <laughs> yeah if I was using like those functioning levels they would be on a lower spectrum of most of the things and a higher spectrum of some of those things yes and uh so that's how I would say you know
0: <laughs> yeah no it, it's it's one of those things like the I feel like in in like sibling world it's very much how they communicate tells you a lot and then once, and then yeah. obviously, like once you meet them or like you hear stories, you can kind of like put the pieces together. But it's that's such like a sibling mind reading thing, right? It's it's, yeah. it's like I, like we oh, understand, God, yeah. but that's the outside world it's a whole different thing. It's the like... rest of the
1: world, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind <laughs> reading, exactly, one hundred percent. It's just yeah. like from small cues, you just know. I call them nonverbal signals. Just yeah. like from small cues, you just know. Yeah. Um, and you're more attentive to nonverbal communication as a whole thing. I th- at least that's how I see it with other people. So for example, yeah. the body language, the vibe, the emotion behind the words, tonality, all those things. Because like you're so nitpicky, you're like, Oh my god. So my brother used this different kind of tone of a voice when he said two yeah. words, <laughs> which are not even words, but <laughs> it's a difference, makes a difference, right? So yeah. yeah. And it's yeah.
0: funny too, because as I got older, when I would talk to people who would, you know, they like major in psychology or they study communications and they talk about body language. And it's funny because when they talk about it, I'm like, Oh, that's a lot of work just to like read how someone like what they're doing with their body. But then as we're talking about, I'm like, well, I can read my sister very different, right? Like, like you just, it's like very, you kind of see through on it all. And but yeah, I think yeah. I'm the same way where I pick up on how people talk more than like how what yeah. they do in the physical world. But yeah, it, it's yeah, it's an interesting thing. Um, so we like to keep it open ended. There's lots of things we can talk about. Um, because when we had met, we just we had so many things in common. We was, went in. It was pretty crazy. We like
1: we went all in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So which is really exciting. I think that's like I think I feel like that's with most siblings that I've talked to. We just kind of yeah. once once we kinda have enough okay, now I know who you are and like what your sibling is, then we just we just hop right into it. Um, so I guess we'll go back to the thing we talked about earlier, which is we both saw a uh lack of space in kind of like the yeah. disability community in terms of like sibling um uh support platform whatever we're calling it um so yeah. we both decide to do something about it <laughs> um I have no yeah, I'm so, so amazing. we can start there yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it it's true um I just be honest with you I became a part Like last year, I became an official like member like of uh, this autism biggest autism association in Europe called Autism Europe, that's supported by European Union and it's in Brussels. So they do a lot of like global things, right? They have like ninety members, yeah, from like member organizations. So I just became like part of like just me, you know, as an individual member, and I went to the congress and like all of this stuff, and I spoke to them because I was like, I want to see what's happening in other countries and for Slovakia. And I was like, yeah, I was the only person from Slovakia out there. Oh, the only okay. one. Right. We have organizations, but I was like the only one. So I'm like, okay, hello, guys, what's up? <laughs> uh, yeah, just like, this is what I do. And as soon as I mentioned siblings, it was like, I talk about siblings. It's like, and I and I wrote a book and blah, 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 blah. blah, blah and this is why I, I do it. Everyone was like, you know, like those organizations work are the head of those organizations like those people are most of the time parents
0: yeah or
1: autistic self-advocates two categories only exactly and i was just like also, we were raising money for another organization, which is like Ukrainian, which was the director of it as a sibling, and she had to flee the country okay. because with her right. brother to UK because of the war. So, yeah. you know, like, that's how I connected with her and to with this organization. Oh, cool. I was like, like, yeah, so we were like all there, and we were having like all this, like, you know, because I wanted to do things on a bigger level, and not just like, you know, Instagram and Instagram but i wanted to do bigger global things so okay. i was like there was an the opportunity to connect with someone but like hearing things from sibling like i know this is like we're touching like political stuff but like you hear things from sibling that i'm in slovakia and ukraine is 70 kilometers from me so it's like one hour drive right okay so like everything that's happening there is like touching us also and i was like feeling so lucky that i'm in a peaceful country right mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> i i but it was the, one of the hardest things I've ever done as a sibling because, listen, you're listening to someone that is peer like you and they're sharing the most horrendous things ever with you. And because she's a sibling and she's a brother that is mm-hmm. younger than her, she's almost my age, she's a one year older, it's like, it's touching you at such a deeper level. So I was like, holy crap, well, what's going on? So it was so emotional for me, uh, but I felt like I need to do something, Right. So when I went and I met with all those organizations and we were Congress, they said, yeah, like, this is so important. There's not enough support for siblings. And I heard this from Scandinavian countries, from, like, Norway, you know, like, all the Scandinavian countries that yeah. are so, like, different level in terms of everything and social support. It's so much, you know, it's everything. It's health oh, system, it's so different. It's so much better. Yeah, okay. But they struggle with the same things. Schools, uh, housing mental yeah. health all, of those all the problems same like, are like yeah the same thing and i was shocked and they told me yeah there's not much support happening all around the europe so i was like are you kidding me <laughs> like i thought just because i'm from small country which is like five million population right Five five provide yeah. population it's small country i thought it's oh it's not happening here maybe it's somewhere happening oh right then you're, i went there like, oh, and i'm like
0: people yeah <laughs>
1: yeah yeah it's like i'm used to being such a small country that well that's why i work globally you know with america Mm -hmm. usa especially yeah uh because you guys have different you know uh it's it's different mindset in america in terms of autism and support it's but still problems it's a global problem but you know which need not enough support but it's much more open and here people are like so i just realized oh my god, like, I'm the only person, me, oh, Mexico, no. that is talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> and there are people, like, from Romania and from Poland, like, we mm-hmm. want to support this and da-da-da. And I'm like, I got overwhelmed. I was like, I'm one person. Like, I don't have a team of people. Do you know what I mean? Like, I am yes, yeah. just me. And I'm trying to do something that is just so freaking big, so... I took a I took a break from all of this. After that, I literally was like, I don't want to hear about autism because I build this whole thing. We have course, I do coaching, I do speaking, consulting, yeah. so many freaking That's things. That's a lot of stuff. <laughs> and if you realize it's your life you're talking about, you're not talking about um, something that you studied, but something you live. Yeah, you just live years. it.
0: You're yeah, exactly. You're talking about your lively. I home. have it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I have it next door. My brother's next door, right? Like, it's me, he's my brother. Like, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I realized I have to find balance. I cannot change the world, me alone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I cannot just be trying to save the world and all the siblings and all everything. Just me. No, no, no. no please do yeah. no, because I just got overwhelmed. <laughs> with this war and everything, I was like, mm-hmm, great. With, with I did this, I'm taking months off until yeah. I will feel ready to continue. I was not doing podcasts, interest, in nothing. So I'm back here with you <laughs> and I got back, back on the track slowly, but surely this year. I literally took like, I don't know, five years, five months, probably four months, like break. Oh, so I'm back. Yeah. Be- yeah. So when I saw you, I was like, and that's why it also takes me like longer to actually respond to things. Cause I'm like, got burned out literally from doing all yeah. this. I was like, ah, oh, okay. No, no, slow down
0: yeah you have to like be and just more just rather intentional yeah
1: yeah because it's just enough like you know do you know you know i mean it's like you're trying to help um and you see so many problems and you're like i know i can help i need to have the energy for this just because when i was a yes. kid nobody cared about my boundaries because they're yeah. like nobody cares yeah. They don't, they don't, they nobody paid attention to my needs well, or and like my like, boundaries. Oh, Charlene
0: can do that. Oh, Charlene can help. Oh, like, she'll be fine. Like yeah. she's good by herself. Like like yeah. were, like they it's kind of like being thrown under a bus in a good way, but it's not good for us. Yes. It's good for them. Like I no, I I feel all of it. Like I understand one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, all of it.
1: And I'll be honest with you. Yesterday, I had such like I came from. I was a week away. For I went for to Denmark. To just have fun with my friends, I went to Maneskin concert, you know, okay, the, the, the rock band. It was just, I had a time with my life my friends, which nice. like, is like vacation for like six days. I just went there, that's we just, awesome. Like, six days, is I came a long back, and I didn't want, I know, I know, right? And I'm like, I didn't want to come home, <laughs> and I was honest about this with my mom. Cause we had like very challenging things that we're talking about future. And it's like, even if I start talking about like what reaction to topics we're talking about, I feel heaviness, like, I'm like, yeah. Ugh, I don't want to talk about this. I mean, so I just want to have fun, yeah. YOLO. So it's not like trying to escape from this because we'll never escape from this. It's more like <laughs> I need to fill my cup. Yeah. Right. And then you just come to this and you start realizing things because you're once you're in a bubble for so long. Right? You know, like, if you're living with your... Like, I live with my mom and my brother. Yeah. Right? So, I lived in UK, in London, for four years because I studied there. Um, okay. And I went YOLO, like, completely just full in, with hard other work. other extreme, you know, right? There. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Extreme. Extreme. Yeah. I'm talking about like, crazy. I feel like ten years lived in four years because I just like, oh, yes, dang. finally, that's... I'm free bird
0: Yeah, that's going pretty hard. Yeah.
1: I was like, <laughs> It's like literally play hard and work hard, but like doubled, doubled amount. Um, Yeah, it was just like, I experienced a lot of great things and blah, 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 I burned out of course, because I was like, yeah, I had two jobs. And you know, like, I don't know how to say, I didn't know how to say no so it took me just 25 years to learn how to say no so
0: yeah um, um, i learned that recently also and it's because it feels so weird to say no to anyone like it doesn't even matter yeah. saying no to like you say, you say no guilty. to your parents or like your friends yeah because you feel like oh but i could do it like oh but i can do it better than this other people that they're gonna ask anyway so like i should just help yeah i it's very yeah. it's very difficult but it's so much healthier in the grand scheme of things When well, you don't know that till you get older like i don't i don't think you even realize how important that is no. until you get older, because you just realize you you're a human. Like you have a limitation yeah. of your your like physical capacity. Yeah,
1: one hundred percent. And you're not superhuman, you know. Because yeah. like, does it feel? to you tell me. Like, cause I feel like we are treated like superhumans just because we don't have disability. It's like yeah, you can totally do adult things at the age of nine, right? You could. T- Totally be emotional, oh, super fair parents, even though your brain is not developed enough for to handle this. Well, it's like superhuman powers.
0: Yeah, and it's cr- and it's weird. Not okay. Not weird is not the right word. Um, I don't know what the right word is, but it's this thing where it's put on specifically siblings of people with disabilities. Like if you looked at a regular nine year old, like in a regular household that no disabilities, they're just allowed to be nine. Like, you know, run around, go play in the dirt. Oh, you, like, hurt yourself, it's okay. Oh, like, you don't know how to do this, it's fine. But if you go to a household with at least one person with a disability, right, and then they have any brother older, like, brother or sister older or younger or whatever, they, regardless of how old that person is, have to do everything. They're, like, mini parent number three or number two or number five or, like, whatever. And it's that nine-year-old isn't allowed to be nine. They have to then, like, oh, let me babysit. Oh, let me babysit. Oh, let me help them with this thing. Oh, like, take care of yourself and babysit yourself because like, mom and dad are busy doing this other thing. And it's like, well, you can't... Those two nine-year-olds live such different lives. Like, yes. in a bad way.
1: <laughs> it, and also, another thing is, you're not just... So, I actually, I started reading... I, and the reason why I got emotional so is because... In a good way. But, like, you know, mm. it's like... I, I don't like in the past. I would like punish myself, not punish myself for for some of those things. Not punish, oh, I, I would do just that feel too. Bad, I, don't, you know?
0: I don't even know where you're going with this, but once you said that, like I 100% know exactly what you're talking about. I used to do that too. All you're
1: the such time. a horrible person. Yeah. I yeah. feel resentment, yeah. right? Like yeah. I shouldn't feel I this. Yep. I feel so lucky. My parents did everything. My mom, like she mm-hmm. sacrificed so everything through. So I should, I shouldn't. Yeah, I'm like, no. <laughs> and I tell her, and I tell her, like. I'm not sharing these feelings with you to kind of like blame you or whatever. Like I'm just like, fine. We did. This took us so many years of work, like inner oh, work on ourselves yeah. and our relationship,
0: yep.
1: and inner try work on her end, my end, and our you know together yeah. to actually realize that she's like. And still it's hard. And I'm like, just listen. I'm like, I just need you to listen. I just need you to realize it so I can move on and just be right, right? Exactly, if yeah, just, like, just
0: listen to what I have to say.
1: Yep, yep,
0: yep. Yeah, yep. just listen. I just yep. need to be
1: heard. I need to be heard yes. and seen and acknowledged that, yeah, that's my experience. Yeah, and, and you just need to validate okay. that
0: like, I feel sad. And that's it. You don't need to say anything. Yeah. To make you, like, just validate that I'm sad. Move exactly. on. Like, it's okay. Yes, yes, yeah, yes.
1: Exactly. So, exactly, I just felt like... And I told her that, like, all those feelings that I had, blah, 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 you know, mm-hmm. divorce, plus this, plus all those kind of things happen, right? So I was just like, so, and because I was, I took this, I went to vacation, I was in different environments. So I could, when I came back, it was just overwhelming for me of like, okay, like, this is how I feel, mm-hmm. right? So I shared this with her. and But the one of the reasons I was on a, on a train home, I was reading, um, uh, like PhD work, this dissert uh, dissertation from okay. that one sibling sent me. She found me and she read my book and she's doing, I think, consult psychology PhD or something like that. Okay, and she's nice. sibling also. Okay. Um, yeah, I can send it to you. It's like so good. Like you know, she would be great guest. By the way, I think yeah. she's like doing did research on sibling relationship on a on the autism right journey. Oh, nice. And okay. she talked about so cool and i was like read i started reading this but it's you know it's a dissertation it's, it's a lot but it's research you did a little research and i was like that's fantastic like i and you know so the first part was talking about sibling parentification versus parent parentification which i didn't know exists i thought it's oh. just parentification well i
0: knew about she sibling parentification it. interesting okay
1: yeah so she it's and what kind of like really triggered me was like it was the relationship with my mom it was like how i was this emotional support for her which is the parent gratification so yeah, yeah you're like yeah i like parenting you're all, all yeah right yep i don't you get I it don't, right I so you're just like yeah i've yep <laughs> i know exactly mm-hmm. what you're talking about <laughs> and being the mediator between the parents when they're divorcing and you're trying to and you're yeah, like seven like i was 17 right yeah, uh, yeah. i like being trying to bring calmness to chaos that was happening not just because of their relationship but also my brother and all of us and screaming at each other oh my god you know so the peacemaker and i was just like dude this is hard like it's hard to be the only person for you the whole life it's freaking hard because i'm the only person that stayed right yeah exactly (laughs) And I'm like, uh, it's not fair, it's not fair, right? Yeah. So I was just like sharing all those like a uh, 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 lot the of stuff.
0: stuff. Yeah, everything.
1: I'm just like, uh, oh, give me a moment. So, <laughs> so I'm just saying it's it triggers you, right? You read about those things. Yeah, and I know the hard. siblings, when they read my book, they cry because they're like, oh, okay, this is me. Like I see myself, I understand. Yeah. Uh, it's different when that's why I can buy it. That's why I also made this book for. It's called like mother's guide, not like siblings' guide to sibling relationship. It's mother's right. guide because. <laughs> Yeah, mothers go I, and read it because they want to. No, jam I. I in and then, it's
0: funny, cause, yeah. I, 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 read the title and I was like, oh, that's interesting, because you're not a parent. But then we were talking about it. I went, oh, and then I, and I, I kind of like, because you, you, we, you sent it to me. And I kind of like skimmed through parts of it. Like, oh no, I get it. Like, I understand the intention of why you wrote. You made sure you yeah, wrote right. that on purpose, because that's for sure on purpose that you wrote a mother's guide. Like, because yeah. were word for that it would be a very different type of situation. So I, I get it. <laughs>
1: Exactly, you get it, right? Yeah, I do. So I'm like, mm-hmm. some siblings are what? like, I wonder why you wrote a book about siblings that is for moms, and I'm like, well, yeah. there are multiple reasons. Yes. Who will buy this siblings? I when I start talking to them, I actually tried. I I literally, literally tried to do like yeah. um, coaching and coach with siblings and like do the work for them, but like, yeah. even when I, they're like, I'm not ready. I'm not. I'm not ready. Um, it's too emotional for me. It's just. It's too much. It is a
0: lot of. I'm like oh, okay, fine. Like, it's like, a was, lot sorry. of inner work that is tough Like I'm doing it. I'm doing it right now, and it's it's like it. It exhausts me so much. It's a lot. Like, I. It's so much stuff. To so work much. you're working through your whole childhood and your adulthood, and like yeah, it's just it's a lot.
1: But go on. <laughs> and exactly, and you're not just dealing with, and it's 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 heavy, right? It's. Mm-hmm. Also you're dealing with a lot of BS, like stigma. Yes. And you were like, stigma is like making you feel like a bad person. Like you should not feel angry about your sibling because your sibling has a disability. Uh, They're like the confused from everything. Boo.
0: Yeah, i just it just thumbs down all of it. It's just it's so it's so unfortunate, like the so how society views like as a sibling you should feel these things and not these things. And then People get upset exactly. at you when you get upset because it's like, why are you so angry? Like, your brother is on a uh, blah, blah, blah. Your sister, blah, blah. blah. It's like,
1: Poor be quiet. You don't know anything.
0: Poor- <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't know what my life is like. Be quiet. Like-
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's so interesting when when actually uh, psychologists that di- diagnose uh, mm-hmm. people with autism or people, right? Whatever language yeah. you, know, like, what you want to use. Uh they said they said I two different ones that don't know each other. Like probably I mean maybe I might know, but like that I spoke with them like different like on you know separately. Okay. And in different years also. Both said um that siblings have it many times harder than the the child with a disability have autism, awesome. and the reason is because nobody cares like they're just like yeah yes. you don't have any problems we will not gonna yep. pay attention to you yep so that it's not just and and it's like and people like position that sibling into like because it's quote-unquote neurotypical and i i'll be with you i spoke to one of the amazing siblings she's actually autistic and it took her free freaking diagnosis to get the actually on the paper say yes you're autistic free <laughs> diagnosis and she was a sibling because her sister was more visibly or more severely like disabled oh, quote geez. unquote right like
0: that's terrible
1: and so so she was like the one that was in the and i spoke to her and i was like okay this is giving me an, a big why i just like supporting siblings i call them like autism siblings but i say these are siblings that are autistic maybe are long and long perspective i i i as i say i don't like using those words but we just like i kind of actually explaining yeah. that you know me might we may have, i might have ADHD, right i don't know yeah. it's okay it's not good to this. <laughs> oh, I mean? okay. so so it's like i don't know if i'm neurodivergent or not probably i don't know i feel like i, I mean am. that's not the point the point yeah. is that we deserve support too
0: yeah, that is the moral of the story. Cause the whole thing is that, like, and I was talking to my therapist about this because there's this thing where, as a sibling to someone with any disability, right, like you get you're so neglected, and so there's this thing where there's there's a there's a level of trauma that exists in that, right? And I mean, it's different for yeah. per a person, per family, yeah. all that, but the thing is, due to the trauma that you have, you end up kind of diverging into all these other things, right? So you could have ADHD, but really you just have trauma that then you inherit all these other attributes of other quote-unquote kind of like other, I don't know what to use, disabilities, but yeah, just other things that people are like, oh, like, you know, you're a little off-kilter, whatever, but really like you might not even have any of those things, right? Like we could all think we're on the spectrum because everyone now in this day and age thinks you're on the spectrum for whatever reason, which drives me nuts. But anyway... (laughs) right like you could ha- you can yeah. think that you have all those traits but like really there's a level of trauma that exists in your body you need to work it out and then really like that will help with a lot of things but the thing is your parents or not your parents but just all parents of multiple kids it's just we get pushed to the side so often but at the same time like with so it's like the, within your household you're neglected outside your house you're like the perfect child and everyone should have you as their kid and it's like those two things can't live together, but they do. They live in parallel, but they shouldn't. And so it's this, like, constant game of survival where you're like, I have to be this person outside and inside, but I get no respect from my parents. But I get respect from teachers and all these other, you know, in school. Like, in school, I used to be such a good kid, and I would like I would get along with all my teachers, but it's because I was trying to, you know, achieve whatever standard of bar that was... So high, but I could do that in my house and, you know, I would be, I would just end up in my room, like, with the door shut because I I would punish myself because, oh, I shouldn't have broken this thing. Like, I broke a rice pot and I thought it was my fault. It has nothing to do with me. I, ha- I conveniently just, like, you know, held the handle and it broke, which is not my fault, but I felt like it was because I touched yeah. it, therefore it's my fault. Like, but that's not, that's not my fault at all, right? But I just... I went into my room thinking it wasn't my fault and I was just, I was upset about it for like hours when I was a kid.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's that internalized, I totally get it. Like, I thought my brother's autism is my fault, right? Because when we were, uh, playing and we were just like jumping on a parent's bed, right? And he Mm -hmm. fell down from the bed and hit his head and was crying. My mom crazed, screaming, crying. I'm like, we're just so scared what happened. And then guess what happened? My brother got regression, oh. so he was not. And then he got diagnosed, and I literally internally, I never said that out loud until like I was like twenty something. Yeah. I th- I forgot about that pushed, pushed like inside feeling of guilt that oh, mm-hmm. it's my fault maybe. Then my I felt so horrible. I was like, but logically it didn't make sense because like yeah, my brother was born right like yeah oh, like sick, yeah the uh, logic. But, sounds... but I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know, but my my emotions were still there, like you know emotions don't have to make logic, so it's that's the point. it's like like so I literally was crying, and I was like apologizing to my brother, I'm so sorry, and i it just like yeah. he hugged me, it was so beautiful, but it Aww. was it was like I, I mean i I wasn't you know, like it just happened and and because I'm the more responsible the more a lot the older one da, 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 yeah. da, da. so I would like but this is it's just like one of those jobs but there's so many that we internalize yeah. um the guilt and we feel that and the and the pursuit to be the perfect child yeah and seen as perfect is one of the soul most soul crushing things because you don't allow yourself to do any mistakes and you punish yourself for any small thing yep yeah it's it
0: was- like it's so exhausting. It could have, and, and it's crazy because I realize that now as, like, an adult looking back at it, that that was... I don't know how I got through that. Because in real time, when you're, you know, 13, 14, or 9, 10, whatever, however, or you're, like, before the age of 20, basically, you just you just go through it. Like, there's no one... Because you're still in your household. I mean, not to say that that doesn't happen when you're older, but more so because you're growing up and your sibling's growing up and, you know, you're still figuring out your life and you go to school and it's you just kind of go through the motions because you're in this bubble. You're in this bubble of, that's how I have to function at home, and that's how, like, my brother or sister has to function. That's how my parents are operating, and it's its its own cycle that needs to keep your whole family alive. But then you leave that yeah. circle, and then you go, oh, this is not how other people live. <laughs> and you just don't realize it because you just don't know because it's uh, it's so... It's very it's consuming, but like it's a, it's such a conflict, right? Because you love your sibling and you basically do anything to the ends of the earth to protect them, right? And you love them more than you love your parents on some days because you know that like they're like they're like you I mean, you're basically the parent at that point too, right? Like you love them so much, but it's this thing where you love them so much, but you're the one like getting hit with all the rocks, right? You're protecting them. And so you get hit with all the rocks and it's like, well, why isn't there someone protecting me from getting hit with rocks also? Because I can only get hit with rocks so many times before I die and right? there's there's a limit. And it's, some people like, and and I'm looking forward to like meeting more siblings who have like different versions of this story, right? Because some people work through it with their parents. Some people don't work it out with their parents. Some people move away. Like it's like, it's all different. I'm looking forward to like, seeing where other people are at, because it's, cause that's something important, too, right, is the diversity of how siblings interact with the world as adults is very important to, like, society, because you got people who are all over the place, and it's important to, to acknowledge the fact there are adults out there who've been neglected or overworked or, like, you know, got hit, with, pelted with so many rocks that they're done, and they don't want to talk about anything. Right. And I mean, obviously, it might be slightly harder for me to get a hold of those people because clearly this podcast is like right. I have, we, we have to talk about it. But I, it's so important for everyone on the planet to recognize, like, not all siblings are happy about this. Not all siblings want this. Not all siblings are even They like we need to make life about them, not their sibling, because that's that's the problem. Right, is our lives are so consumed yeah. with everyone else's needs. Our parents, our family, our sibling, whatever. Oh yeah. We don't we don't get attention. It's like that needs to change. We need to we need to change that like story and how it's happening so that we matter because
1: we do. Absolutely. Yeah. I I love what you said. Yeah, um that's why I'm so grateful that you're doing the podcast because you know, like when someone listens to podcasts, they can listen to it from kind of like third person point of view, mm. right? So it's like mm. you're. That's why I realize of that some. That's how I'm like. Even when I do, I'm you know workshops when I speak, mm-hmm. book, coach whatever. Like yeah. uh, especially when I when I talk to new people, I'm not mm. like pointing fingers. You parents i like you. I literally just like show examples from my life and talk about others so they can see it as for person kind of point of view uh, and be like yeah I can see myself in this or I can and they internally decide I'm gonna accept this or I'm gonna reject this but I i shared this my I'm like I see my mission is to share it right yes, like what you do doing yep. we're sh- we're sharing yeah and whoever is gonna um whoever's gonna uh, accept this listen to it observe it whatever part of this it's up to them that's their that's their thing and each person is gonna have different readiness let's say yes yeah. to 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 hear each to talk about it or whatever so um yeah it's 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 very interesting there's also an interesting category of siblings that become parents of special needs child yes that's yeah. a really interesting category i know some yep. of those on it's like yeah, so there's so many of those, but I'm grateful that it, what you're doing. I'm just grateful that you're doing this because it needs to be, and I'm grateful that I have courage and energy uh, to do what I'm doing. Also, because it takes time, and I know it's a it's a marathon. It's like yes, I, I try to do different. so much,
0: yep, <laughs>
1: but it's marathon, right? It's not sprint. Yeah.
0: No, and and that's a great analogy to it, right? Because it's it's this thing where. It fascinates me so much right now in real time because there's so much inner work that I'm doing, right? There's there's a lot of siblings I'm trying to meet. There's a amu- there's amount of like self marketing. Let's call it that. You have to like promote your podcast and like do all these things, and it fascinates me because, like, I, when I started to do a lot of my inner work, it was I was very. We'll just use the word angry. There's lots of other emotions that come with that. We'll just use angry just to like kind of umbrella topic it, right? But there's a lot of, I have a lot of feelings towards a lot of things because I have to work through it, and it's like how, and I'm and I wonder like how do I have the energy, to like meet all these people, but at the but it's this interesting, crux of like, well I have the energy because I love it, and, and it's this thing where. I mean, and everyone's built a little different, right? There are siblings who have, who want absolutely nothing to do with this. And there's other siblings, like you mentioned, that are like, they're advocating for other siblings, advocating for their brothers. They're doing all this other work that's kind of more in that space. And it's, it's so fascinating to see what really like propels people into whatever work they're doing, whether it's pro-disability or just being antisocial towards it. And it's this thing where, you know, it's, uh, I don't have the words for it. They like my the train of thought kind of like lost it, but it's it's exciting to just be in the space and see where people are at even though it's really hard. And that's and I and I and I always like thank everyone that comes on because it's not there's some some things are very easy cuz it's like, "Oh, you know, we're just talking about family whatever." But there's other stuff that's a lot more complicated and What's what's nice is like not only do we validate each other, but like other people who are listening, like they get validated too. Because it's just there's so many people who haven't met other people that have siblings, or they don't even realize that they have siblings, right? That are yeah. disabled in any form, and that's and that's like the that's the win in the whole thing is, and I is talking about it because that's and then that's the one thing that I like realized in starting this podcast is like like reading articles or reading someone's story is one thing right and then like you know when when, for you when you go speak that's another element but when siblings talk to each other there's a there's a there's a whole other level of empathy that literally does not exist on the planet earth like I don't know I mean you obviously know what I'm talking about other siblings because it's so yeah, it's very much we could be best friends now, and, it, and that would never change because it's it's just a different it's a different planet <laughs> that we live on.
1: It's it's like we're special species that. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's like we're neurologically, mentally, telepathically uh, <laughs> interconnected. It's that way that we just like say something, and you're like, "Yep, I know what you mean." Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> but. And I love it because when I said speaking to siblings, it was like probably in 2019 connecting. And I, I, I was overwhelmed emotionally. First of all, that, oh my God. Secondly, like I felt like I met my long lost, each time I talk to siblings, like yeah. you and each person, like that sibling, I feel like I'm meeting my long lost sisters exactly right yep, or, 100%. or, or like 100 i like or, or or like my inner child is like oh my god finally i'm i meeting yep. people that understand me like that's what i wish for my whole life because yep. i was I also have friends lonely. now so- yep yep yes exactly. oh my god because my friends didn't know about my brother even um yeah. and i and and then in london i kind of like wanted to live i realized this much later it wasn't intentional but i felt like i didn't want it's like i just didn't want to them to know. It. no i just wanted to have let's try it was like probably my kind of like FOMO, like fear of missing out let's try what my life would look like if if i just could do everything that i want
0: <laughs> oh no yeah oh no i feel i i would do that in my imagination like, i didn't ha- i didn't i was too afraid to do that in the real world so in my brain i would like play out these scenarios like oh if if my sister was normal, this is what I would do. Oh no, I get it. You just you just had you were just braver to do it in your life.
1: I'm like <laughs> so crazy, and like of course I was the most ambitious uh, student, um, and yeah. because I'm like yeah, like nobody was crazy enough to work on six projects at the same time and still yeah, like, do. You know, like I'm like yeah, but like I want to do everything. You guys don't understand. Like I didn't just come here to lunches just about production. I want to know about directing about. Camera, yeah. Like, like I, my, I, wanna, like, I want to do all the things.
0: I want to like be famous. Do all these things. Like my family doesn't need to yeah. do anything. Like I'm going to do everything myself and be that one person. And yeah. No, I get it.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. just and also like I realized. Oh, I'm so used to playing multiple roles since I was a child, right? So exactly. why that's you... but
0: subconscious? Like it's crazy, right? right? The amount of thing, the thing, the amount of things that I would volunteer for, not realizing it or just doing it for people. Like I yeah. don't. Like now that I can look back, I'm like, wow, I don't, I really didn't need to insert myself there at all. Like they could have just yes, done it. Yes, I just chose yes. to insert myself into their story exactly. and do it. Which now I realize, or, and I recognize that, hey, that's not healthy. They're called boundaries. Just let them do it. If they need help, they'll ask, and I can move
1: on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And also, like not knowing how to ask for help. Because I was like, oh, I'm going to be one person that does everything, right? And Mm. yeah, in some cases, it works out like in business. Like, yeah, like, Mm -hmm. for example, when I went to film something, I would, since I knew how to edit also, because some of my classmates were like, didn't learn that. But I was like, I want to know everything so yeah. i can like then take the whole cut to whole income. i don't yeah. have to hire someone else but then at a the same certain age you you have to actually hire other people and to yeah. actually trust other people <laughs> and ask for help was one of the biggest problems i had because i was like i'm used to getting help i mean i used to get in love quote-unquote love for helping yeah yeah
0: i help i understand Yep. it's um... i will not have
1: love if, if you I will do... help me i will yep. suddenly i won't have it's not about yep. money it's about the love yeah and it's about proving
0: yourself like i can like hey if if i do all by myself you have to acknowledge me because i've done it all by myself exactly. you can't you can't love other people because i've done it all by myself exactly. nope i yep yeah
1: all it's this. that praise yeah. it's that uh the oh, only yeah. you know the only yeah. capable
0: you have to acknowledge only capable,
1: someone. <laughs> exactly
0: yeah
1: and because we were raised as quote the only capable like yeah. to be the only capable it's like my ego is like oh yes that's how i get praise right because yep. i'm the yep. only capable so you cannot do this so it's like but it took me so long and i was like no i'm chill i'm like yeah whatever you know but um it's it i'm not saying i'm over it i'm not saying i've healed all those parts it took me i am mean, i've been doing this work for so many years and i'm still moving the ladder moving, right yeah, but it's, it's always it something yeah. i just have it's faster and and it's and it doesn't it's not like i would say faster well sometimes of course you cannot like push yourself into healing and like tr- push oh, yourself no, and be like in- you have to be more patient right but it's um I don't know. I'm just more probably accepting and understanding that it's a cycle.
0: Well, And you recognize what's happening. I think that's the biggest thing, right? Because when you're doing it, like, when you're in it in real time, before you even start the inner work and the healing, you just do it. Like, there's no rational part of it. Your your heart's racing. Like, your body's, like, dysregulated. It's doing all this stuff because you're just trying to, like, wait, I want attention. I need these things. And, like, in the process of healing, like, I've just started to realize, oh, hey, this person said this thing. They didn't mean anything by it. But because my whole background is with this area, I have taken that to mean I am incapable. And that's not what that person was talking about. But because I've interpreted that way, I now need to do these things to go back and regulate and tell myself has nothing to do with me. That person is just having a bad day. And it's, like, not connected. And and that's been so hard because it's it's just it happens all the time right and it's not like people are trying to hurt you but because no, we've yeah. been hurt for so long by everyone yeah. right like we've we, like, we've been hurt by our siblings and our parents and our family and our friend. like there's so much damage that's there and no one and no one there to affirm hey like you're fine you're doing a great job people are just having a bad day, like, it has nothing to do with us, and because there was no one that came to say that, especially, like, even if someone said it, it has to be from the people you want the intention from, which generally speaking, I believe is your parents, right, and that's the thing, is, like, if you don't get that affirmation and validation that, like, you're a good person, and you don't have to do these things to be perfect, like, you, you just, you internalize, wait, that means I'm not perfect, and I need to fix it, and it's, you carry that with you your whole life like it's not something that goes away right and it, and i think it can to what your point was not going in faster but it's it softens up a little bit right like the the intensity yeah. of like that yeah. voice inside is not oh, intense, yes yes but like it yes. softens up but it's there like it's gonna be there yes probably for the rest yes. of my life because i can't because as long as my sister is alive and as long as i love her even if i outlive her like i'm gonna hear it no matter what inside because yeah, she matters so much to me that it like it's it's it creates its own yeah. cycle of potentially unhealthy habits. But that's why you need boundaries and a lot of inner work to
1: be. Yes, to balance yeah. it out. All. Yeah, it, exactly. It's not something that you can escape from. Um, and it's like more kind of yeah. I just realized I started coming more into acceptance. And be like, Yeah, yeah, well, this is my freaking journey, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I just need to accept that, so, right? Like, it's not uh, it's not easy, right? To be like, Oh, yeah, no. but I wish you, you have those thoughts <laughs> and be like, oh, Okay, I'm time. gonna accept yeah. it. So, it's like, Okay, this part is within me. There's this mm-hmm. work that's called parts work, right? We all yes. have like parts yes. of ourselves, and so there's a 13 year old part, a 9 year old part, 60 70 year old part, and they're kind of like they have their own experiences in our nervous system. Yeah. So if you realize it's just, it's a part, it's the part of me. I have different parts of me and I'm here as a 20 year old self and I'm bringing compassion to all of those yep. parts yep. to that nine year old that, you know, didn't know what's going to but she kind of like, I, I, I'm not saying fell in love with my brother because that sounds weird, but like... It, <laughs> I don't, moment, yeah. It, uh, yeah I understand. But you know, especially siblings, they, we understand, it's a special kind of love. It's like, yes, it's it kind is. of like overwhelming feeling of protection and like wanting to yeah. protect that love and be there. Yeah. The kind of innocence, you know, the fragility that comes from that, that kind of a whole situation. And the 12-year-old self, like... I wrote this. This is one of the first steps towards me actually healing myself on like bringing visibility and helping my inner child to be seen. Like I did this post called "Sibling Diaries and I wrote it's kind of like poem. I was just crying and writing this, like my thoughts, yeah. my feelings. And I had thoughts of like, um, this is real. Like this is probably the the only time I had those thoughts. Like I, I didn't have them continuously during the just teenagers, but it was very it was. I didn't realize it was around when I was twelve. That's around yeah. the time when my dad was diagnosed. Mm, and mm-hmm. the thought was, well, if I jump out of this window, I wouldn't kill myself because it was fourth floor. So first of all, I would just yeah. end up probably disabled, also right. um, <laughs> in, in a wheelchair. So maybe that's what I internally right. wanted. I don't know uh, to kind of get into the love, you know, to so get oh, the no, special. I,
0: I've also I've had those too because it's like what because like, I mine was would it like would anyone even notice if i was gone if i oh my decided God. to if i decided to just like you know evaporate or kill myself or whatever like what like would anyone actually yeah. notice and i would i with that yeah. i would have all the time like it's just I, yeah kind of around that age because it's uh, yeah i feel so and alone I so- yeah
1: yeah so, Alana, continue. Sorry, interrupted you.
0: Oh no, no, go ahead. That, I just want to interject that you go on with the with the window. Yes. Yeah. So
1: we're like ping ponging. I love this. Yeah. But yeah. It's it's it's. I felt like, well, if I'm such a burden to my mom, that she's reacting like this, she's already having it hard enough. Will I? If I'm not here, I it will be much easier for her. Yes. I have yep. literally thought like this because I felt like yep. I'm a burden, right? Because yep. I literally added problems to this. So I tried to then become perfect and become the fixer of problems. Yep. I fucking obsessed with solving problems. Yeah. That's why I'm so great at this. You know, it's kind of like
0: am <laughs> yeah. just so great I understand. Yeah. Yep, because you just because... see the problem. You already had the solution before anyone even asked you because like you already like, that's a problem. If you just did this, that would solve it and we can all move on. But like, no one's asked me
1: for that. At all. No, I don't know. I feel Yeah, even like, if they yeah. ask me. Yeah, exactly. I want to ask the consequences. I literally see the consequences yep, of the yep. actions.
0: Yeah. 10
1: steps before <laughs> I just see it in happen. my
0: imagination. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm listening to you talk in real time and I'm like, this is what's going to happen because you've said this. And this is what yeah, exactly. happened because you know, it. but it's like, and then and then I look at other people and they don't care' because they haven't no. heard it. And I'm like, what is wrong? I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like he just said oh, yeah, and I'm like,
1: Wait, I'm like I, 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 yeah, that literally happened. I was working on a production, yeah, yeah. Uh, for like, you yeah. know, whatever. It was like big mm-hmm. production. And I was like the production production manager. and yeah. and I was like, literally felt like I am the mom to everyone. Yeah. Cuz I felt like I'm the most yeah. mature and like the the yeah. most responsible, like understanding certain things yep. like oh, so this is going to happen if we don't do this in advance. This is going to yeah, happen. Exactly. It's gonna cause more and yes. the whole time I told the the told the director like I'm doing these things so we need to do these tips, a b c d up front so we decrease the stress levels yep. for you. Exactly yes and i'm it's i've been doing this my whole life decreasing the stress levels we need to plan things ahead organize things yeah. ahead and prepare for the worst case scenarios because i'm being used to my you know and i didn't tell him all those background yeah, you, they stuff like, don't they
0: don't they need are, to know why like yeah no that's
1: not that so important <laughs> right, right, but it's you know how exhausting that is you don't know oh, you don't know how I... exhausting it is to think on people's behalf because I've oh. been doing this my whole life for my brother. Yeah. Literally. That's why That's why my mom and I agree to this one thing, especially it's parenting or being sibling, right? To a child with a disability. It's, why it's exhausting is because you're constantly thinking on someone's behalf. You're their brain, yeah. right? You're those, you're kind of filling up those things because my brother doesn't understand. He doesn't understand it's cold, but he's not gonna think about what he's gonna wear. Well,
0: and it's Based on whole the weather. other thing, yeah. Well, it's whole, it's this whole this is a whole other level where when they're like nonverbal or close to nonverbal, that change yes. that's very different. Like how we function in that scenario is not the same as someone who has a brother or sister who, yes. can, who can talk, right? Because yes. they're like you. My sister can know it's cold, and may and probably understand conceptually what's happening, but then she can't tell me, "Hey, I'm like running a fever." She can't tell me that, right? I have exactly. to look. And she can't say, hey, this sweater is really itchy. Can we please switch jackets? Like, she can't say that. Right? So it's this thing where I have to, like, okay, which jackets, which snacks is she going to want? Because, like, oh, she's hungry. Like, which YouTube videos do I play for her? Because she's, like, not, you know, she's, like, she's being antsy. But, like, oh, crap. Like, I have to, like, I used to have this playlist. This is when I lived with her. And I used to have a playlist of videos that she would watch. Yeah, because be- because they had to be a certain length of time, certain views that she was willing to watch, like all these things, right? And it's like, but I look back on that now because I, I I moved out and and so and I don't live with her now, but it's this thing where I look back on it and I'm like, how it was so much energy that I had to use yeah. to not even take care of me, right? Like I like yes. I lost sleep or whatever, and she's fine. Like she probably could have. She probably could have been fine even if I didn't do that, but in real time, you don't believe that at all. It's very much no. like if I don't do something, someone is going to die. Like it's just who's going to be.
1: Yes, like- yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Also, I t- tell me about your sister because my brother had very horrible Downs when he was child, right when he was in the beginning of journey of nonverbal, and now oh, when he's, okay. in room, he's so chill, he's like he's like he's so chill. He's oh like, no, if-
0: my sister too. She oh, oh, oh no, she cool. every time I call her on Skype. She's on the sofa watching a movie. A hundred percent of the time. There has not been a time where I've called her where she's not just chilling on her couch. And she she doesn't even, like, sit on it where, like, you know, you sit on it and your legs are hanging. She's, like, full body on the couch.
1: Oh, my God. Like, Our with a blanket. She, like... My brothers. Yeah. yeah. She
0: watches she watches cooking shows and Disney movies and she she just sits there and she eats. She eats dinner, and she goes to the couch, and that's all she does. I mean she like she brother, goes outside and does her summer. stuff. Yeah, but exactly. she, she's she's so relaxed now and I'm like, wait, had that but been my childhood, did. would have been great. Like
1: <laughs> I know, right? But like this is the point that I feel like we're still those behaviors, we're still yeah. there. Or we like trying yeah. to be like, oh, my brother is not five years old; he's turning twenty-one, and it's not the same scenario. But I was raised with yeah. that mindset, so it's like trying to kind of like real tell my the, my brain that you are not in a fight or flight response. You don't have to be in a fight or flight response, and nobody's gonna die and have a meltdown because it's not two thousand five or two thousand seven, right? It's yeah. it's your different age yeah, but like, somewhere deep inside, right? it's 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 still that so and and i bring it everywhere so yep, it's very yep. challenging Any place go. It's, yeah i choose not to work with people on on like big team works i, I literally realized my like mm-hmm. like when i was working on this production i realized okay this is what i how i want to have my career this is how i want my working environment this is how because oh, i realized yeah i i wanted to work for bbc for example mm-hmm. and i've been I, in the in uk in london i was like no no leave me alone no enough these guys that didn't have the stress that i had my whole life and childhood they can do it they can have that amount of stress i don't my biggest thing for me is peace i will do yeah. things that bring peace because that's the thing i deserve the most
0: yeah i it's so crazy because i used i used to want to go in production but more like on the music side of stuff right so I was like oh yeah. like you know like it'd be so fun to be there and whatever and then i came to, yeah i a similar i came to this thing where I got to see it and i go i i i can't take producers telling me what they want and how they want it and then nitpicking me about how they want it and I'm not saying that all producers do that right but like there's a certain level of regardless of what I think, which I can say it like at the end of the day, they're the ones who produce the album, right? They're the ones who have like the end all be all at the end of the day. And it's like, do I, I i spent my whole life doing that. I don't need this, right? Like I, I can work for myself and do the stuff the way that I want to do it. And like not be told what to do. And I mean, for a long, not for a long time, but like my husband has known for a long time that I should have that I should just work for myself, which I have, I have never come to terms with that until last year. I was like, oh, now I get it. But it's this thing, like, as we're talking about it, I'm also recognizing, like, I, that is one part of it, but another part of it is because I have been told what to do subconsciously to prevent things for so long, right? Like, I don't need that, right? I don't need to report to someone who I'm trying to read. Oh crap! Do you want me to do this? Do you want me to do this? What if I do this? You'll be happier than if I do this. You'll be angry. Like I don't, I can't do that because I've already done it. You know, the twenty something plus years in my life, and yes. because it never goes away, I will always feel like that with certain people. But if I can, yeah. if I work for myself, I I can just have peace. I can do the things the way I want. People can just ask me, hey, how do you want me to do it? Like that's great. Yeah, like it's so different. Lovely. Like I yeah, I recognize that now. It's like it's so crazy.
1: It's yeah, I honestly like the fact that we've got those opportunities that we can work from anywhere. Yes, like and yeah. and, and be a little bubble introverted bubble and I can just like do and be <laughs> like I'll do all the stuff and it doesn't matter where I am, I just can take my laptop and and yeah. Go yeah. And, and, then, and then like we can me myself right yeah like that's the gift I'm giving myself for so many years that I couldn't go anywhere to school my brother yeah yep school yep. home in my brother that's was it yep. me
0: too
1: so I'm just t- making choices and also for example big topic because in Slovakia if you're my age you should already have two children at least <laughs> oh <laughs> and I'm just like. Nope, guys. I already raised one child. Yeah, so I'm not having a child. I'm gonna just like have finally, finally for myself, and and to use all the knowledge and experience to support and help other people. I see it as something. It makes me feel good that after all these hardships, I can actually make turn this into something good. That that's what's fulfilling, right? But still that's one scale and another scale is my my just my selfish life meaning yeah. i call it selfish but it's like it'll have a human right to to go for a coffee with our friends who are like you know what i mean like
0: yeah like you you yeah cuz it's, it's not even like you're being self indulgent we're right? like oh i'm going to spend a million dollars it's not that's not what we're talking about we're just talking about space for us to like decompress yes. and have fun yes. and like have a life right like it you can't support someone and not have a life at all because then even people like in in a hypothetical scenario right like let's say like you have you have someone that's caregiving for someone forever at some point that person will tap out it's just like why they tap out it could be a mix of reasons but like they can't even in a in a perfect world can't even self-sustain that because if they a hundred percent Commit everything, they don't have a life and in, in any form, right? Like, in because you never go to the doctor, you never see the dentist, you never eat properly, you don't like you know, sleep. But like, there's all these things that you, yeah, without taking care of yourself, you can't take care of other people. No. It's just not no human, right? Whether you're caring for your sibling, an older person, your grandparents, yeah. or like a dog, like, like even pets, right? You can't just throw your whole life at them and not let yourself just do your own thing whatever that is
1: exactly yeah exactly it's so true and when we realized that um unfortunately many times what happened even with me like i had to burn out or like you know physically um or mentally be just exhausted like I, it had to be like my health will suffer to kind yes. of like have a red flag and be like oh girl Pay attention to you. It's like yeah. my body was asking for attention, and i from pain and all those things, yeah, it's like trying yeah, to yeah. bring to me. And I had to be in horrible pains, right? Yeah. Um. And I'm like, girl, you start taking care of yourself. So. Yeah. Yeah, I get yeah. it.
0: There's so <laughs> there there are so many things, and like and, and it's. Like we could keep going forever, but that's why we just we would just do like a part two and just keep talking. But since we're talking about like kind of like more self care things, well, I think we can end on like kind of like words of encouragement. Um, so whether that was self care or anything else, but um, what are words of encouragement you have for our fellow siblings listening to the podcast?
1: Um, you deserve to have your own life. Based on your dream. If, make your dreams come true. Which might sound like a cheesy wallpaper uh, <laughs> statement. But I truly mean that. Whatever that making dream come true looks like to you. But like just know it's possible. And, and if if it means that you want to just sit every morning for 10 minutes. And on a sunshine and drink coffee. Or like three times per week. On a space where it's like peace. If I'm reading a book and nobody talks to you. And you're just alone, in a piece. If that looks like happiness to you, that's that's perfect. Like that's you. So whatever your happiness looks like, yeah. nobody needs to understand it, because I just described mine, right? Yes. <laughs> <'Cause I'm> like, <laughs> like, I just love coffee. Yeah. When yeah, <laughs> yeah. nobody talks to me, oh, of course I love coffee we be friends, but that's like sacred for me. It's like, oh my god, love it. Yeah. That's, that's like your time where you respect.
0: get to like indulge. Yeah. Yes.
1: And I felt so happy. Like I have to do it every morning. So if 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 you, there are certain things that make you truly happy, like I just described, they might be simple. Nobody needs to understand. You don't have to explain to anyone. Mm, just do it. Yep. That's it. Like don't explain to anyone. Don't try to make other people like, understand you see we need you know charlene and i do understand you so yeah, and you don't have um, to
0: well and I, and I think to add to that you don't have to justify it right if you no, want a break no. you don't have to explain some oh like please give me five minute break so that would like no just no be, hey i'm gonna be I'm back in, like half an hour break. yeah exactly even if it's five minutes it. it's like, okay hey I'll be back. See I'm, you later. And just
1: go do it. Yeah. Do you know the justified? Exactly. To you're you're a lot. called self-love, self respect Yeah, exactly. That's called yeah. self-love, self-respect. And people will start actually accepting that because you're staying in yeah. boundaries. You're standing, You put in your needs exactly. first. So just freaking do it. Don't say like, oh, I would need no. I'm taking five minute break. I need it. I'm taking it. Go. Do it for yourself, and you will see it's gonna be hard at first, maybe. No, oh, maybe, of course, it's going to be hard. But just do it, and it's worth it.
0: Yeah.
1: That would be something I would tell myself when I, six, seven years ago, even, like, two years ago, doesn't matter, but, yeah. Yeah. That's worth it. We're giving you permission to do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Permission granted from other siblings. Yes, oh, cool. exactly.
1: Well,
0: thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was super fun. I'm sure we will do, like, round two, because it's, yeah, there's so many yeah. things. It's so fun. Yeah. Yes, Thanks.
1: definitely. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. It's been fun.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Special Needs Sibling Podcast. It's definitely a tough journey being a sibling out there. So I hope you feel encouraged listening to other siblings share their stories. Here's a couple of ways you can support the podcast. Number one, tell all your friends. We definitely need listeners to listen to the show. Number two, please subscribe wherever you're listening to stay up to date on new siblings sharing their stories. Number three, you can support us on Patreon. Even a small contribution can help keep the podcast up and running. And last but not least, if you're a fellow sibling, please consider being on the show. We definitely can't keep this show going without you. Even if it seems scary getting your story out there, know that only you can tell your story and that we're all here to support you. And even if you don't want to be recorded, that's totally fine. I'd be more than happy to chat offline with any of you out there who want to continue to build this community of special needs siblings. Until next time, this is the Special Needs Sibling Podcast.